Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome to episode 30 of Outspoken. We made it to 30 full episodes. Wow. <laughs> I think time kind of flew here. That's a lot of episodes. That's like 30, that's 30 weeks, right? One a week. Yeah, hey. What's up? Well, today I'm going to celebrate because this podcast wouldn't be where it was without you guys. So thank you for listening. I sincerely appreciate that. And something I do here on this podcast is have story submissions and everyone, I get a lot of replies saying you should read more stories. So today I want to take an episode and dedicate it to a bunch of stories that I have. Some of them are sad, some are happy, some are scary. You all have amazing stories to be told and I have amazing commentary to be told and given as well okay so let's see where we're at with these stories we're gonna start off with this one all right my ex is straight and he was totally cool with me being pan however days after we broke up i heard through a mutual friend that he went on a rant about the discrimination that white cis straight christian men experience (laughs) a part of me died on the inside realizing the kind of person i had crushed on for months and dated for a month then the mutual friend told me that he's going to be my friend now because he's done with my ex so i lost a partner but i gained a friend so this is a short one. I just thought it was hilarious because it shows the hypoc- the hypocrisy. The, is that how you say that word? Oh, man. I'm sorry. The hypocrisy? There's one way to say that word, and I'm not sure which one it is. Hippo- hypoc- hip- hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. Now, it shows that this is what people will do, though. You know, uh, people will pretend to be okay with something, but then when they find out that it's like you or that it's like their child or whatever, then it's all of a sudden they're so offended by it. So it's like they put on this fake front or like when when you stop being friends with them, you find out that they were transphobic or they actually don't like gay people or they actually are racist or something and they were just pretending and it's just the most fucked up thing in the world. So I thought that was a good one to share anyways. I mean, all of these are great ones to share, but be careful out there. Be careful out there. You don't know who you could trust, okay? Not even me. I'm just joking, by the way. You can trust me with your life. (laughs) No, you can't. All right. Long one incoming, okay? Here we go. My siblings and I are all part of the LGBTQ community. I don't feel comfortable saying what they are as I feel like that's sort of outing them in some way, but I'm comfortable saying that I'm bi and I go by she, she slash they. I had a friend last year. I knew that her parents were ultra-religious and hated, quote-unquote, the gays, believed in a gay person infecting others with the gay, etc. (laughs) Not all religious people are like this, I know. When I was over at her house before COVID, we kicked her younger sister out of the room and I came out to her and, with my sibling's permission, told her about them as well. She was ultra-supportive, but her sister was listening at the door and told her parents. Side note, I was just thinking, uh... You know how they have like drag queen story hour? This is like a trans guy story hour because I'm reading the stories. Get it? Do you get it? Okay, perfect. Anyways, to continue the story, this is where things went wrong. I had a birthday party and her parents wouldn't let her go because my siblings and I would infect her. My friend also told me about her parents blatantly using homophobic and transphobic slurs about my family. 
Her parents made her cut off all contact with any friends she had that she knew that were gay, bi, trans, etc., which was quite a few people for her. Schools were closed soon after this due to COVID, so I only had texting her as a means of communication. She stopped responding suddenly. I was panicking and would text her every few days to try to see if she was okay or if she needed help. I created a Discord group for my school and she found it. She had a computer. I asked her what was going on and if she was okay. Apparently, she forgot to do something like clean her room and her parents took her phone, which was normal for them, only giving it back every now and again. She never saw any of my texts. Her parents most likely deleted them, and her parents told her that my siblings infected me and that I most likely didn't care about her anymore because I was now one of them. <laughs> we chatted for a few months on Discord, finally having a way to communicate. It was great, but then her parents found out about that and took her computer contacting the school and getting her a school Chromebook to use so that there was no way she could contact me. The last I heard from her was a few months ago. She was able to send me an email through her school email and let me know what happened. But it was too risky to do more of, which I understand as her parents are the type that I think would kick her out or do conversion therapy if she came out. I hope to see her next year and I hope we go to the same school again. And that's the end of that. So this is... <laughs> I can't believe this... Guys, this is genuinely something people believe. Like, like, trans people or the gays infect other people. Like, it spreads like it's a disease. Okay? And people actually believe that. Do you know how messed up that is? How? Like, how do you even sit there and comprehend that and actually and that's an actual real thought that enters your head and you believe it <laughs> what ah, dude that's so weird the only thing that i could see the only um how would you word this like the only reason that more people come out today and i've literally said this a million times is because it's more accepted today and it is shown more everywhere today so people are less afraid to come out for example a lot of us find out when we're younger our sexuality or being trans and stuff like that we're we're kids or teenagers we can't really we're scared to say something because you know people will judge you or people will hurt you but if i was in if i was in middle school now or elementary school now and i was like trans people exist Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. I think, uh, I think that's me. And then and nobody would take me seriously because I was younger, which is always a good thing, you know, because apparently kids don't understand anything about anything. But it's interesting to me that I knew about my own sexuality and gender when I was very young, almost like I could comprehend things. Anyways, I didn't mean to go that off topic. 
yeah, I hope your friend is safe. And I hope that your friend, like, gets away from her parents because that's not not even like that's extremely controlling taking away everything because like she might be exposed to the gays okay if she watches anything there might be a gay person and what are you gonna do you go into the movie theater and a gay person is on the screen are you gonna leave or like put earplugs in and block her eyes like at one point she's gonna be an adult if she isn't already (laughs) and gonna know about these things that's also so weird too like everyone's going to start living on their own eventually and learn these things on their own what are you gonna do like go over to their house and like program your own netflix on their tv i don't understand i i don't understand yeah to anyone who has parents out there like this uh stay safe because <laughs> that would drive me insane if i had to deal with any of that so next story here we got Hi, I'm an 18 year old bisexual girl in the US and I just wanted to share my story with you. So I grew up in a very Christian and conservative household. <laughs> this is all these stories start out the same. My family was the type to say that homosexuals were sent by the devil. Sadly, when I was little, I believed everything that my family told me. So I grew up thinking that being gay was wrong and I had no knowledge that the LGBT community existed. Instead, I thought being gay was a disease and that only men could be gay. Now, I did attend an LGBT accepting church. My father made it a point to teach me about homosexuality himself and made sure I understand that gay is not the way. Fast forward about a decade and I meet my first LGBT person that was out of the closet in my life. Let's call her Emma. So Emma was this very pretty gothic girl that I sat by in a few classes. I remember my first interaction with her. She walked up to me in the hallway at school once and said, are you a lesbian? And I, not knowing that existed, said, no, I'm a human. And of course she laughed at me. I didn't see her again until the next Monday at school. We were in class and she passed me a note. On the note, it said something along the lines of, a lesbian is a girl who likes girls. And here I am sitting in class, freaking out because I think that she is the devil. (laughs) I avoided her for a long time. But in that time, I was thinking about what it meant to be a lesbian. And I was confused because this girl didn't seem sick or dangerous to me. It was around this time that I started asking around. I asked my pastor at church how people became gay, and I told him about Emma. He knew my father, as my father also worked at the church, so he knew not to tell him about this. He went on to tell me the generic story, a person knows they're gay when they think that a person of the same gender is someone they would like to kiss or marry. So more time goes by, and then I'm in seventh grade. Wow, this was a long time ago, okay. I was starting to remember all these times when I was little where I would look at girls and feel a way that I also felt for guys. I used to think that it was just jealousy, but now I know that they they were crushes. Learning that I liked girls made me very, very confused, and I even started to question my gender identity. Eventually, I told people I was a guy and that they should use he, him pronouns. That didn't last long, though, because obviously I'm not transgender. Then I found out bisexuality exists. It took me long enough. This felt so right that I immediately told my close friends, and most of them accepted me. Then, years later, I decided that telling my parents was something I had to do. I came out to them by showing Dottie's bisexual coming out song from four years ago. It was four years ago that I came out to my family, and four years ago that I started listening to Dottie's music. Now, I bet you can guess, but my parents didn't take it very well. For a long time, they told me I was making it up for attention and that I was confused. My younger brother would yell at me often, and he was genuinely scared that I was the devil. Now he's on my side on everything as he had a great older sister, lol. My parents still make very homophobic and transphobic remarks, and they often try to stop me from going to pride parades and purchasing LGBT-related items, like pride flags. But my father has decided to believe I'm bisexual and often tries to tell me that he's supportive and not homophobic. Well, 
I mean, I guess that last sentence is like a pretty good sentence. It seems like that's kind of a big step for your dad, though, because throughout this whole story, like whatever you were taught that gay people are the devil or they're they're bad and they're evil, whatever. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, the last sentence says that he, he tells you that he's supportive, even though they don't want you going to like the LGBT stuff. Actions speak louder than words. But I mean, if you're at least saying you're supportive instead of insulting your your kid for being LGBT, that's a little shred. It's a little shred. Am I being too optimistic? No, I don't think so. Because there are parents out there who will literally throw throw their kids out. Doesn't matter if they're 15. Doesn't matter if they're 25. Some parents do not give a shit. <laughs> Which is so fucked. And I gotta tell you guys something actually. I'm I'm the devil. It's me. I'm the one. I'm the one that they tell you about. A few days ago, Trump was in my state for a rally, and my parents put out a Trump flag, and this really upset me. I asked him maybe I asked him how, why he put the flag up, and he said that he was supporting something he cared about. Now at this time, it was still Pride Month, so I asked him why he never let me fly my bisexual Pride flag during Pride Month, or even for a day. He said many times that I'm not even allowed to put it up in my window. His response was, because people don't support that. They will burn down our house. <laughs> Funny, because Trump isn't our president anymore, and it isn't supported by everyone, so I told him, people might burn down our house for that Trump flag. And what does he do? My father made a bonfire and tore my flag from my wall and set it up in flames. That is my story thus far. Wow, thank you for the banger story. That is so hypocritical. Though, though I could see people throwing rocks at your windows for either of those flags. I guess it depends on the town that you're in, but like also flying a Trump flag is kind of people don't like him they will they could do something to the house too like i get your point that's so annoying i'm so sorry i'm so sorry you should do the same thing with his with his trump flag i'm just i'm just joking don't do that don't do that <laughs> i'll get in trouble <laughs> uh okay okay all right, what do we got for the next story? I was raised in a pretty Catholic family and have been fairly religious my whole life. I went to a Catholic school from first to eighth grade. I was an altar server, sang in the choir at church, basically the embodiment of good Catholic schoolgirl stereotype. When I came out as bisexual, my parents admitted that they were surprised to hear it, but insisted that they still loved and supported me no matter what, which was a huge relief. Admittedly, the aesthetic effects of puberty didn't fully hit me until I was about a year or two in college, so I'd been very single up until that point, and didn't foresee that changing anytime soon. So really, the only thing that had changed was that I was now able to make jokes in front of my parents that I previously only been able to make around my brothers. When I was 21, not long after my first boyfriend and I broke up, I matched with my current girlfriend on Bumble, and excitedly told my parents that I met a cute girl and we'd been talking for a few days. I think that's when the reality of my sexuality finally hit them, because their reaction was kind of uncomfortable surprise. It took them, especially my dad, a little while to get used to the idea. My mom had told me before that she loved me and supported whatever I did with my life, but still preferred the idea of me marrying a man someday. Their attitudes quickly changed upon meeting my girlfriend though. Not long after I introduced her to my parents, they'd fallen in love with her faster than I did. Dating during a pandemic has its challenges, but we passed our six-month anniversary back in May, and I think I really love this girl, but nowhere near ready to say it. I'm just glad my parents eventually came around. I'll give a little clap for that one. So I had a happy ending. See, people will... This is what I was talking about with the first story. People will say they're okay with something until it's actually right in front of their face, 
and then it, it sometimes it'll take them a second to process it or they'll actually be an asshole or they'll actually be really good about it it's like playing it's like going to the casino and gambling you never know you just never know what's going to happen <laughs> with anybody anyone can flip a switch like that i totally lost my train of thought there all right what i think i was going to say is when people realize that you're actually happy and that like you're actually in love or whatever it probably definitely does or can change their mind because it's really not it's like it's not their life you know it's not they're not the one who has to be bisexual <laughs> they're not the one dating that person it's just it's it is very tough for me to wrap my head around that but i know it's been like the normal thing for years and years and years but like we are very far past those years very far and it still blows my mind to this day that I see posts, this is why I make the content that I make, of people caring so much about what other people do with their life, what who they like, what they wear, who they are. It's so weird to me, dude. It's you, you, you have to have nothing better to do with your time. Because why are you so focused on somebody else's life and what somebody else is doing? Go do something for yourself instead. Why are they trying to alter other people's lives? <laughs> leaving a hate comment or leaving a tweet negative about lgbt people isn't going to do anything at the end of the day what what will that change you know what is that going to change for them in their life are our rights being taken away from it from a tweet no maybe it is from bills being signed but the only bills being signed are gay marriage bills i'm just joking i have no idea what bills are being signed right now i just assumed which i shouldn't have because i'm sure there's plenty of bad bills out there Anyways, I'll move on to the next story. <clears throat> we don't want to talk about bills. That's a little boring. I'm a closeted bi trans guy with transphobic, homophobic, and racist parents, and I was put in summer school because I had a hard time doing schoolwork online. This happened about a month ago while my mom was driving me to summer school. We were talking like normal, and one of Harry Styles' songs came on the radio, and because I like Harry's music, I started talking about him and his music, and I somehow got to that one time Harry wore a dress and how he got cancelled over it. I only got to say something along the lines of, he got cancelled because he wore a dress, which is so dumb, by the way, before she cut me off and said, well, why was he cancelled for wearing a dress, in a somewhat aggressive manner. I replied with something along the lines of, well, it's because men that dress up feminine aren't as accepted as women that dress up masculine. And I kid you not, this woman yells at me and says, what the F do you mean? Those, insert transphobic slur here, are accepted so much to the point where they're everywhere on TV. <laughs> like, no, they are literally being beat to death for being themselves, but that's not the worst part. She continued on to say and yell something along the lines of, look at RuPaul's Drag Race, for example. The only reason that damn show is popular is because men like the big boobs and makeup. You need to emphasize your boobs for men to like you. And pointed at me. Oh my god, the amount of dysphoria and discomfort that she gave me was astronomical. She then went back to the whole trans people topic and said something along the lines of, All those trans slurs are effed in the head and have probably been abused. I am so grateful that you aren't one of those trans slurs or I would beat you. My friend, that last line is terrifying. Sorry, I just have no words. I was trying to think of what to say, but that is terrifying. If anybody is in a household like that, you gotta put your safety first just an fyi don't come out if it's not safe why would she get so upset over the harry styles and address thing and then all the transphobic slurs also i don't think rupaul's drag race is 
because of the big boobs. Uh, <laughs> I think RuPaul's Drag Race is big because like people like to see. I feel like the LGBTQ community is the biggest watcher, avid watcher of that show. <laughs> I don't think men are sitting around looking at the big boobs. I mean, some of them might be. You know, I did for a season. I'm just kidding. I didn't watch it because of that. I watched it because it was funny. I forget what season it was, too. It, it was good. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. No, this, this, all jokes aside, this is actually scary. So whoever sent this in and people alike, stay safe out there. Please. I was raised in a super homophobic Christian household, and I also have an anxiety disorder. So I've always had a lot of anxiety around my sexuality. At one point, I actually tricked myself into thinking I was asexual because I'd built up a mental response of thinking any kind of sexual thought or feeling was horrible and gross. I've been working on my mental health a lot in the past year and eventually came to terms with the fact that I'm bisexual. When I figured this out, I was terrified to tell anyone because pretty much my whole community is very homophobic. I decided to come out to my best friend first, since I talked to her in the past about thinking I might not be straight, and she'd always said that she loved me no matter what, so I thought she'd be accepting. <sighs> oh no, here we go. Nope. She freaked out. She accused me of not being a Christian anymore, which I still am, and said I wasn't even the same person she was friends with. Eventually we made up, although she's still kind of homophobic. After that, I was really scared to tell anyone else, but I finally decided to tell my brother. We joke around a lot, so I decided to keep it light, and I just texted him like, Hey, you know this celebrity? Guess what me and them have in common? We're both bi. He didn't reply for several minutes, and I was about to have a panic attack when he texted back and he said he was laughing too hard to type. Then he immediately told me he loved me, and he was proud of me for telling him, and he would support me no matter what. I started crying. I was so relieved. And since then, he's been my number one ally. He's given me a pride flag when Pride Month started. He shared tons of gay memes and jokes. He's corrected himself when he's accidentally said something homophobic and even corrected his friends for doing the same. Once while my mom was laying into me for being a sinner, he just came over and gave me a hug without saying anything. And I don't know, it's just so wholesome and amazing. We've grown a lot closer since then and he's become one of my best friends. I just really love him and wanted to share how supportive he's been and what a positive influence he is in my life. I've lost a lot of people I was close to since coming out, but my brother has always been there for me and I don't know where I'd be without him. So yeah, if you decide to share this story on your podcast, I want everyone listening to know that I'm praying for them, that they're amazing and brave and valid, and that there's always people rooting for them, even when it doesn't feel like it. You can't say those nice things to me. <clears throat> that makes me emotional. So we got another happy ending there. Yeah, it's like if you have that one person who's supportive and helps you through even the smallest things like sending memes it's just i don't know it's just it's reassuring and it's good for people who don't have too much support or who are scared because support goes a long way that's the reason that a lot of people are, are depressed and feel like shit and don't know what to do anymore because the people around them don't support them and or won't let them be who they are or love who they love and life can be very very shitty when you're surrounded by people who don't accept that it is literally i'm pretty sure that's a proven statistic i mean also that just makes sense like if you're around people who don't support you obviously you're going to feel like shit you can't it's you can only rely on yourself so much you know it's great to have other people around who are who are great to you as well so i'm really great that you've got your brother and everybody deserves that 
If nobody told you they're proud of you today, I will tell you. I'm proud of you. You got this. Live for yourself. There have been many times in my life when I wanted to give up, but I did not do it. With many things in my life, too. Never give up. That's my motivational <laughs> sentence of the day. <laughs> you're welcome. I hope you <laughs> hope you have a great day at work if you're going to work. Or I hope you had a great day at work if you're coming home from work. Or school. Or doing the dishes. Anyways, whatever you're doing. Hope you're having fun. Let's read the next story. My mother is a devout Christian woman who is very homophobic and transphobic. I'm 21 and I've been out as transmasculine for the past few years. Going by anonymous name and started taking hormones in August of last year. This past weekend, she asked me point blank if I was taking hormones after a big argument we were having, and I simply responded, yes. She didn't take the news well at all, stating that it was the work of the devil and that I'm not the daughter she raised, yelling about it the whole time and completely invalidating my feelings and experiences. After going back and forth arguing for a while, she gave me the ultimatum to either stop taking hormones and talk to her and God or to leave. I chose to leave and live my truth. Two days later, she reached out with a half-hearted apology, beginning it with my dead name and shifting the blame off of herself. I'm strongly considering just completely cutting her off. Again, I'm 21, but she does cover some of my bills. I'm not fully sure what to do in my situation, but I do know what I have to do financially if I decide to fully distance. Thanks for reading my story. I've been a big fan of yours for years now, and I appreciate how you've grown and changed as a person, as I also used to be very transmed. Thanks, friend. A lot of these stories have a lot of similarities when I'm reading them. And honestly, it's all up to you, whoever else is in this situation as well. You're in a situation where you genuinely, this goes for anything in life as well and anybody in life. If there's somebody toxic in your life, it's always great to get away from that. And it's very hard to do that when it is your family or a close friend or a parent. It is very hard to do that. I've been there with family members. I've had other complications that I won't name but I always found I learned this at a younger age I just I cut off toxic people I may have given them a couple of chances to redeem themselves but then their true colors always show up again and then I'm like well why did I do this again why did I put myself in this situation again and let this toxic person step all over me and it's always been a mess so it's really up to any of you to do what you feel is best and to go with your gut. I always say to go with your gut and what will make the most sense because having that toxicity is not good. Unless someone can actually change and come around and support you and learn after a couple months and, and they really think they're like, wow, maybe I shouldn't say those things to my kid or maybe I shouldn't say those things to my, my sibling because it's messed up and if they actually do come around, it's a great thing. But I've, I've never experienced that with toxic people. Everyone who is toxic in my life has remained that way and has never changed, um, which is a good handful of people. Yeah, my thoughts on that are go with your gut, dude. I mean, people people can deserve chances though uh, to understand, but some people just will never learn, and you've gotta you've gotta like gauge that over time and really do what you feel is right for you mentally, especially. This next story says this happened when I was about twelve or thirteen. On the first day of June, my friends and I decided to bring our pride flags to school to celebrate Pride Month. After school, as we were hanging out by the building, I saw a rock fly one inch away from my face and hit the wall beside me. When I looked in the direction from which the rock was thrown, I saw a group of 8th slash 9th graders yelling at us from afar and picking up more rocks. They called us the Epsler, said some overall homophobic things, 
I was ready to get into a fist fight, but my friends held me back, giving them a chance to walk away. A friend notified the teacher, and the next day we got the most lame, monotone apology I've ever heard in my life. It was something along the lines of, I'm sorry for saying what I said, and it won't happen again. Now this one is short, and thinking back in middle school, this is definitely something that would happen in my middle school too. Like, the bullies were all so young. So it just reminds me, it just makes me think, obviously these things are taught because these people are younger, they're in eighth grade or whatever. Like those kids who yelled that stuff at you, they learn that from somewhere. Like those, those kids probably learned to be homophobic at like eight years old or something. They probably heard their parents say that stuff and they carried it with them until they got into middle school and, go, and start going into high school to do the same thing. When I was in middle school, I feel like I have a story to relate <laughs> to, to a lot of these, but when I was in middle school, I didn't, I was quiet, whatever, everybody didn't like me, my best friends were all girls, I didn't like boys, uh, I, I liked girls, I guess that was obvious, but I didn't, re- I didn't even talk, I didn't even do anything, like I would just, I just did my work. You know the kid who just doesn't talk, they do their work, whatever, and they have like a, a friend or two. Anyways, people would pick on me and be like, ha ha ha, like you're a lesbian, you're, you're a lesbian, whatever. That's all I remember is just always being called a lesbian and being laughed at. Not even do anything. <laughs> so I can imagine like if I were to have a pride flag, the kids would do the same bullshit, dude. That's so irritating. So what if someone's gay? <laughs> So what if I liked girls? All right? Who cares? Like, oh, wow. Thanks for pointing it out. Like, I should... Next time... so You know how people will be like, oh, you're gay or whatever. You should be like, you wear glasses. This is great observation. Thank you. You have brown hair. Is that supposed to be an insult? You're straight. You should just say you're gay back to them. Oh, that would make them so mad. Don't do that. Don't do that. All right. So this is the last story to wrap all this up. This is how I came out to my stepmom. I've known her was part of the queer community ever since I was little, and for about five years, I've identified as bisexual. The end of 2019, start of 2020 though, I really started to accept myself, and I came out to a bunch of friends. Over the summer, I realized that I'm a lesbian. Maybe in about July. That's kind of when I was like, oh, I gotta go come out to my parents soon. For like six months, I was just constantly thinking about how I would come out. And then I had an idea. I was gonna buy a pride flag and wait for my parents to see it. So I did. It came in, came in immediately and I hung it up. Fast forward about three days, I was in the kitchen painting when I saw my stepmom coming down the hall. She turned into my room. My heart was beating so fast and I was shaking and sweating. Then she says, is that a flag on your wall? I said, yeah, it is, while still in the kitchen. She asks what it's for and I don't respond. She comes out into the kitchen and asks, is that the gay pride flag? And I said, yeah. Then she says, and I quote, yeah. Yeah, and proceeds to make her sugar-free hot chocolate. She has not said anything about it since. She's accepting, obviously, but that was probably the most underwhelming moment of my life. This is the response I like to see, even if it's like slightly positive, because it can always go downhill, dude. Like with the with the bonfire flag burning, right? For your stepmom to just be like, yeah, yeah. It's not a negative response. Well, I don't know the tone that it was in, but it's not like a... It's kind of like, okay. It's kind of like you put up a pride flag and then she came in and looked at it and said, okay, and then left. Like, it's like, it's okay, I guess, from what I picked up, which is good. Okay is always good. Okay is better than no. 
Yeah, so that's all I got for stories today. I was so excited to do this episode because I read so many stories per day and I just, I appreciate all of them. And I thank you for sending them in. If anybody wants to send in any more stories, you can send them to outspokensam at gmail.com. If I haven't read yours yet, you can resubmit it. I might not have seen it because like I said, there's a lot of them. And yeah, next episode, I will be reading a couple. I'll read two or three stories. That's what I normally do. And if you're listening this far into the podcast, I would like to do an episode with my mom. If you want to email me or leave a comment on my YouTube or whatever about what you would like us to discuss, whether that's commentary, whether it's the process of, you know, how she helped me out as a parent. If you want some parents advice, so maybe your your family can listen to her speak as a parent of a, of a trans teenager, whatever you think is a good idea or commentary on Ben Shapiro, like it could be anything. Just let me know in my email or my YouTube comments or anything like that. And uh, I'll see you all next week with a new episode. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.